um, I need to set it automatically so it comes up with voice and camera when we start. Yes. Good morning, sir. We have a guest in the room. I like it. We do. Let's go. Hello, guest. Hi. Am I in the same? A little bit. Yep. <laughs> Bye, guest. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was having like, a special guest today. I thought it was like a new part of the show. It could be. Huh? Want to make it a new part of the show, having guests? <laughs> Fair enough. Guess not. Guess not. <laughs> guess not. <laughs> guess not. Guess not. Dad joke. Dad, yes. <laughs> um, Dad jokes um, that make me groan. <laughs> I am the king of the dad jokes. Are you? Yes, I, I annoy my my boss with the most days. Fantastic! I annoy girls with the most days. <laughs> you know, yeah, I annoy girls with them too. How are you, brother? Oh, doing good. How about you? I'm all right, thank you very much. Beautiful. I'm just trying to get all the lighting sorted and everything. Yes. Busy day. Excellent. I finally have a quiet week. I ended my Saturday. I got done work at three o'clock in the afternoon, took a two hour nap, stayed up for a few more hours and then slept the night. And I started to feel human yesterday. No, really? Last week was a long one. Yeah. Oh yeah. All good. Just a bunch of things converged all at the same time. And so, there we are. I spoke to a lot of people that had a similar experience. Yeah. I don't know whether, I think we spoke about the moon a little bit in the last. We last did. One, yeah. I, I noticed it like after we got off the call, I was like, Oh wow. It is. <laughs> yeah. Crazy weekend and right. everything. We've got a bit of a storm. I just looking out the window. There's a bit of, it's not a storm, but it's like, it's a weird energy, like really weird wind and like temperature. Like we're in November here and it's usually, three four five degrees and it's like 15 it's really strange yeah, we we ended up having like a it looked like a hurricane mixed with a snowstorm like just wicked wind and wicked Crazy. snow and, and i'm just outside detroit here so that's you know fairly normal weather but first of november that's a little uh little unusual mm. but we're supposed to we're supposed to have a week in the 60s this week so which is i don't know what that is for you but Keep, keep, we, keep the, we keep the house just a few degrees warmer so oh okay nice so, yeah cool but, uh, yeah so what uh what do you want to talk about today man what about shame i definitely don't want to talk about that okay no, I think, what a, I think that's what, a great topic. I'm just, what being, about, I'm just being a smart ass. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm ashamed of talking about shame. You're ashamed of talking about shame. Exactly. That means you need to talk about it, Brian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to put on my best therapist voice. Then. Yeah. I, I, I have narrator voice and therapist <laughs> voice. An excited voice. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Captain Therapist. <laughs> There's your superhero name. Captain, Captain Therapist. Captain Therapist. Uh, do you remember? It, uh, I don't. I think I came across it in the when I moved to the U.S. I think it was post uh, UK for me. But uh, Captain Planet. Don't think uh, so. What was that about? It was a cartoon and just uh, kind of the uh, 
four, I can't remember if it was four or five elements and just, you know, kind of saving the planet mm. type of superhero. It was kind of a, kind of a cool. No, nobody listened then, obviously. It didn't last terribly long. <laughs> I, I think, I think it lasted a couple or three seasons and uh, died just like Fern Gully. Like who? Fern Gully. It was a, a Disney movie back in the early 90s, again, about environment. Oh, okay. And again, so no one listened. I, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link because actually it'd probably be good for the kids to watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's quite cool. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. But all right, shame. Back, yeah, back on a, topic. Now, now, now that we're done with the environment, <laughs> yeah let's leave leave global warming and shit to the yeah um, I, I feel ashamed of how we've treated the planet but that's uh, a whole nother story so in a nutshell like you've just summed up like shame in itself and the solution to shame and how right, we can podcast over great done we're done here <laughs> we're done again we would wrap these up just, real quick just nuggets five minute nuggets we wrap these up every week we're like yeah done five minutes in it's done God, I came up with another, uh, what was it, More Coffee podcast or something I came up with? <laughs> there would, that, that would be quite um, ironic because Matt is currently off coffee. So nice. I usually am. I've had, had a few cups as of late because I'm just feeling freaking drained. But Yeah. But I, I drink decaf, so. Well, it's not really coffee, it, is it? Count. Yeah, it doesn't really uh. count. I mean, it's still got some, but it, it doesn't give me that cocaine-like feeling. <laughs> and then the shakes afterwards. Again, the cocaine-like feeling. <laughs> oh, right. I thought you were just talking about the high. <laughs> no, oh, the co both. cocaine experience. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The complete experience. Yeah. Black cocaine. I never... See, they were different to me. Coffee and cocaine were different. I never had... The... I had the energy from coffee and the buzz and the... But I never had the confidence that I had with cocaine. Fair. I don't think it's just to be it? clear. I I'll speak for me. I no longer do any of that. Don't recommend it. I don't know if you feel the same way, Matt. Yeah, no, eight, nine, ten years. I think was last yeah. time I did coke. Um, and then about five months of coffee. But that's what it, that's what it was for me. It was, it, I, looking back, is it confidence with cocaine, or is it the lack of social awareness like where's the line between being confident and having a lack of because i used it just when i was out clubbing to pull girls that was literally right. it yeah that's the only reason i ever did it never needed it for like work or anything like that or situation it was just when i'm going out i'm like right pull a girl need cocaine was i confident and that's how i pulled the girls or did i have lack of social awareness and... i would say some delusion for sure if i had to guess that would be yeah. my experience yeah. yeah but what I, I remember also, one of the last times I, I did coke, I was sitting with a, at a friend's house and you know, we were both getting high. And like I was just in my head at a million miles an hour in, in a room with a few people and just felt alone with this racing fucking mind. And I'm like, you know what? This just isn't what I'm looking for. <laughs> Totally wrong environment to do it. Yeah. In my opinion, I, I'm not an expert on it, but because there was, I couldn't imagine a worse place to do it. And like, we used to do it like before we went out. So we'd like drinks at the house, 
couple of lines at the house and then go out. Right. So it's almost like by the time it was in your system, you were on the way out and we, like, I was buzzing. I was excited. Right, I was like, yeah. it's like, it's got an yeah. outlet for it. Well, yeah, you, you need some kind of environment, physical outlet for that kind of energy. I can't imagine just sitting in a room and doing it. But with again, people. I, I, oh, we're not no. condoning the use of cocaine people. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Cause that would, again, it will tie into our subject of shame today. Right. Massively well. Which the fact that I'm talking about my past addiction on a, podcast that could be heard worldwide is fucking mind-blowing to me and as far as my my journey through shame so here we go that's one of the first things to like with shame isn't it is admitting or like yeah speaking talk, out and whatever it is it, yeah. yeah just talking about it then you're taking the power out of it because while you hold shame around it it's got power over you and it'll block you and we're not meant to be blocked we're meant to express and show up and be like what we're doing right now Right. This is what not people aren't meant to do podcasts, but we're meant to just express in our own way and grow and and share and help. But if we, like you said, if either you or I are holding shame around that, we can't have that conversation, and then we're blocked, and then our listeners don't get any value or any help because we've got our own shit that's blocking us. If that makes sense, correct. So, we're only just projecting our own, you know, dysfunctions onto. Anybody yeah, else. massively. And then we don't make it okay for anyone else to talk about it. Right. And again, like you, like you said, we're not condoning it, but we're not shaming you are if you are doing it as well. Right. That's I the, mean, the it, other thing it, is like, it is what it is. We've had experience. Yeah. We've, we enjoyed it at one part, at one point, we stopped yeah. enjoying it at one point and we changed our behavior and stopped, stopped the behavior. And that's, yeah. that did, you is, make a, did you make a decision to stop or like, I made like a decision. I made a decision to check myself into rehab because I ran out of money. Yeah, that's a fair point. I like that. It was just a decision. Like people yeah, say, oh, was, "This is how was, you do I, it." And that's I, how you I do ran it. out of money. I don't know how how else I'm going to continue this. Mm. I'm not, I haven't enjoyed this for at least weeks. Mm. Time to time to make time to do something different. Yeah, and it's just that decision. Yeah. I actually went to the same. Uh, the same treatment center that Eminem went to. What at the same time? No, not at the same time. And then actually later there worked worked at that treatment center. Wow. Fabulous. Quite cool. But without without overcoming the shame, yeah, we don't get to talk about it and people right. don't get helped we don't get on a podcast we don't share value. And that's the that's the downside to shame. Is it not that just what it's doing to you? Because again, shame manifests, it can manifest as disease, illness. Oh, it does. Not, not can, it does. Oh, okay, it does. It, it, okay. It, might, it might take longer to actually get in tune with the symptoms, but it does. It definitely does. I like that. So shame, yeah. shame and there's, guilt. There's no hiding that. Yeah, it will manifest. Yeah. The best, the best analogy I heard, I can't remember where I heard it from, but with the whole does, does blocked energy create disease and illness and injury in the body? To make the point on that, somebody said, um, I want you to adopt the, the body language or the physiology of someone who's really angry. Like, what would you do? Like, if you're really angry about to start a fight, and of course, you, your shoulders go up, your hands go tense, you might scowl a little bit. Everything flexes. Everything flexes, right? And then he was like, cool. Now imagine you're carrying around shame inside you for 10 years. Like imagine you're doing this, like getting ready for a fight for 10 years. Imagine what that's going to do to every part of your body your mood and everything so that's what happens when you like block or suppress 
any energy, especially the heavy energies like shame, guilt, um, anger, resentment, jealousy, all of those, but yep. shame like really powerful one. And it will block almost everything in your life because I remember when I was processing it, I just couldn't show up in the world. I couldn't, I couldn't advertise my business. I couldn't advertise myself. I couldn't post, share what I wanted to on the socials and stuff in my friendship groups and with new people and in being introduced to new people. I knew I was a good person. I've always known that inside, I think everybody is like, we're good inside. Right. I always had this, what if I found out that I've done drugs? I'm supposed to be this like yeah. health conscious, like coach, personal trainer yeah. and helping people. Yeah, I've done coke. So if they, they can't find out. So I'll just shrink down in here. Right. And then I beat myself up and it's just a downward spiral. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of shame and all that, you know, I was in, in the 12 step community for basically 12 years and, and I was the poster child, man. Like mm. I did everything I was supposed to do. And at some point I'm like, you know what, fuck this. I, I like smoking weed. Mm. And, you know, I went back to it and like, there's, I think that has, has at least a component of why I've kind of shrank away for the last three years since, um, since kind of, you know, really putting myself out there. And then again, we've talked about just the, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm three years into a career. I'm not nearly as masterful as I made myself out to be. And, you know, it's, it's just that, uh, that disconnect between, you know, what I'm authentically living and the things that are coming out of my mouth that I'm not authentically living. Yeah. And it catches up with you. That it does. And catch up with you, catch up with you until it's addressed. Me, it's me and you and you and you and you, yeah, and you too. Of course. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. everybody, right? Yeah. You know, unless it's addressed, it's the typical like Tiger Woods story. Like Tiger Woods suppressed all of his shame for so like he suppressed it and suppressed it. And then because there was so much shame, not just about his relationships, like we're gonna to touch on a bit of a subject. Well, I am anyway. I don't know if you're ready for this, but like with yeah, the no, race beautiful. thing as well. Like he there's definitely some like shame around the race thing that he's held on to. If you look at his story from early on, it was a big battle for him, like like being black in that community, it was a big battle mm -hmm. for him when he was younger. Mm -hmm. So he's still well, carrying black and Asian. I mean, because he he's... Of course, yeah, with yeah, mom as well. Yeah. Um, so he's, it's unprocessed stuff. And because he's, he's hustle and grind and, and like outworked it for so long and then boom, it just, it just implodes like <laughs> massively. Yeah. And he still hasn't processed. I got this from my coach. He still hasn't processed it because he's still having a bad time. He's yeah. not winning tournaments. He's still got injuries and stuff. You could say, oh, it's his age. It's his, the other players are better. He's still, he's it, by it, far it, the best player in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, and I was, by far. Know, I started learning a uh, modality called Eldoa, which is, mm. uh, he started doing and what a lot of people are crediting his master's win a couple of years ago for. Um, and yeah, like when, when you address all the physical, and you still can't get it. And there's something, something deeper. Yeah, it's, it's usually the shame with that yeah. one. Yep. Um, and it plays out in, I was talking to a, there's a um, girl at the gym that I go to. She's a receptionist, beautiful girl. I was talking to her and um, she's dated a couple of, um, I've got to be careful because of privacy and stuff, but a couple of pro footballers over here. Uh -huh. And... Um, she's like she got into that community and i was never really the football i was like golf was my thing i never really got into like the team sports and stuff and yeah. she got into that community a bit and she was like i want to get out of it because they all cheat they 
all cheap, right? So I, and if I you go, go ahead, sorry. I was just I was just going to make the point. And again, I'm not judging. It's just an observation. Like if those players are doing that, they're never going to get to the top. Even if they're the best player in the world they'll never get to the top because they know what they're doing and they're trying to suppress that shame and guilt but they'll have that part of them that goes shit what if i get found out and that'll block them going to the top of their game because imagine you're carrying this like you've got a young family what if i get found out thing yeah right yeah and you get the opportunity to go to a big team man united real madrid barcelona or other big teams you're going to do something to screw it up. You'll miss the training session or you're blah, blah, because you're carrying this shame around or you'll outwork it and you'll go to the top. And then again, it'll be a big, massive thing and you'll implode and it'll just explode. And I think like Rooney had it. I'm not sure if he had it, but I know like Wayne Rooney, I think was a player where it all kind of went wrong for him. And then he's, I don't know really what he's doing or what team he's at or whatever, but he went from Man United, biggest player in the world. to I'm not sure what he's doing. Um, so it plays out a lot with, with anybody, it could be business. It doesn't have to be sports. Right. If you're a guy, and again, this is guy guy oriented podcast. So again, it's the same for like women and stuff as well. But just talking to the guys out there, if there's anything you've done in the past that you're still holding shame around, it needs to be cleared up. Or else you yeah, you got to you got to figure out how to do that. You know, whatever whatever that looks like. You know, therapist, friend, whatever. Yeah. First part is talking about it, admitting it to yourself that you did it. Admittance, forgiveness, moving through it, sharing it. That's the, that's the most powerful way. I, I do the process with like my clients. We do a lot of that because again, my clients are high achievers, uh, highly driven, motivated people. But for some reason, they just can't get to the next level or they keep self-sabotaging. Right. And it's usually because they have a fear of being found out for some shit they did ages ago. And it doesn't have to be stealing or cheating or lying or drugs. It could be that they hit their kids. Right. When they were, and they feel bad about it, you know, it, mm-hmm. it could be that they cheated on their girlfriend at school or whatever. And, or, you know, it could be anything that they're holding shame around. And unless it's cleared, which it's possible to do that, and you can do that, you don't need big old singing or dancing program. It can be cleared very, very quickly. It's about healing inner wounds in a child and all that stuff. And then you move through it and then you're free, liberated to then go to the top of whatever it is you want to go to the top at. It doesn't have to be business or sports. It could be to have the best relationship. It's not you know? a ter- terrible goal. <laughs> Great goal. <laughs> Sorry, mate, go on. You were, oh, yeah, um, no, I, I was just going to say I uh, was working with a physical therapist uh, myself, and he actually used to uh, work with the Detroit Lions uh, American football team. and hmm. He definitely spoke not only about the cheating but like just the childishness of <laughs> these athletes. I mean, they're, yeah. <clears throat> you know, four to eight year olds in large grown ass men's bodies. And uh-huh. I mean, you're carrying around two and three cell phones and you've got multiple apartments in multiple cities just to have a side piece. Like you yeah. want to talk about a block in energy. Holy shit. Just on that, just on that, by the way, What I will do is I will say that the behavior doesn't warrant shame. It's if you're holding shame around the behavior. Like if you've got three mobile phones, apartment, in my opinion, apartments everywhere, and you're doing whatever you're doing with whoever you're doing it with, if you're cool with it, like if you're genuinely cool with it, 
and no one's being hurt and you're being honest and open and yes cool. that, yeah. that's the key is are you yeah. being open and honest with it yeah if you're cool then that's fine like i know plenty of guys that have got plenty of not even side chicks they're just chicks that they're cool with the guy dating other girls they're fine with that right and no and the guys like successful entrepreneurs like business owners and stuff mm -hmm. like super successful healthy happy having a great time i know people that are doing that yep. so but because because there's no shame around it it's when you're attaching the shame to it or right. like you said if people are getting hurt but again if people are getting hurt you're probably going to feel shame anyway because you're a decent person and you're just going to wrap it up in shame anyway so the action the action i want to make point the action isn't bad the behavior isn't bad. The behavior and action don't warrant shame. It's just if you're shaming yourself for it. Yeah. And again, my, my biggest thing is the honesty with everyone involved. Because they, with, that, with dishonesty comes shame. If you're honest, there's no yeah. shame around it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the key. Just before we get like players from all football clubs all around the world going, who's these beta bitches like complaining that we're getting all the pussy and stuff? Yeah, no, I did. Have at it. Just be honest. <laughs> Just be honest about it. Yeah. You got nothing to hide. I got no problem. I I am no altered boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just been reminding me of my last post that I just put up. <laughs> Do you see that with the no, things on you? Oh, okay. I went up for a um, sunbed today and the girl was like, oh, I've got to get you some winkies. I was like, what? They're like winkies. And they're these like, like film things you put on your eyes to protect you from like the, the UV stuff. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I've been putting little winkies on my face. I didn't even realize that's what they were called. She's like, yeah, you put winkies on your face every time. I was like, man, that's what my mom used to, my mom used to call it when uh, I was like five. <laughs> right. <laughs> the magic stick. Oh, Shout out, funny. mom, if you're listening. So, yeah. It's what's really cool is I've, I haven't drunk this in forever. And the brand, Innocent, not sponsored by Innocent Smoothies. If you want to sponsor the podcast, reach out. We are open to sponsorships. Um, shout out, Innocent Smoothies. Innocent is the opposite of shame. Shame and guilt. The opposite of that is innocence. Would you say? Mm. Or not. I, I would agree. I had not considered that before, but I would, I would fully agree. Fastest way to break through shame. It's it, the fastest, not the easiest to get to, but it is the fastest way. Mm -hmm. Eckhart told power of now. This moment's the only moment that ever exists. That's it. There's nothing else that exists. Anything else that exists exists either in your memory or in your imagination. It's true. Yeah. This is the only moment. So in this moment right now, I'm not lying. I'm not stealing. I'm not cheating. I'm not doing drugs. I'm not doing any of the things that in the past I'd have held guilt around having done them. But right here, right now, not doing those things. So by definition, right now, I'm innocent. Right now. Same as everybody listening, same as you and everyone else listening. Unless you're in the middle of committing a murder or something, <laughs> like right now in this moment, there's a good, unless you're on your phone, All right, like here's driving and watching it. Cosign bullshit podcast. <laughs> you can go ahead and kill people, no problem. <laughs> Another gun. Just as long as you don't carry shame around it. Yeah, as long as, as, long as you, you're as a as psychopath. As long as you're <laughs> honest about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, unless that's happening in this moment right now, you're innocent. 
that's the fastest way out of shame is just breathing into that and go, oh, fuck, I'm innocent in this moment. I'm innocent. And then you come from that place and go, right, if I was innocent, if I am innocent, which is what I am, what would I do? What would I share? What would I create? You know, like sports people, if I'm going, oh, I'm innocent in this moment. I'm an innocent kid. Cool. I'll go out and play my best sports because I don't mind being scouted by the biggest teams and getting to the top because in the moment I'm innocent. Right. And then when I get to the top, if someone says, oh, yeah, but you had an affair like back then or you were caught doing drugs back then, you could just call them out and go, yeah, but I'm not doing it right now. Right. If you want to hold on to the past, that's you. And you want to project your own guilt and shame onto me to make yourself feel better, Mr. News Reporter, that's fine. Just sell your article. Ah, it froze. Fine. Oh, no, I was just told the best bit. Never mind. People went there yeah, to hear that. Are we still there? Epic fail. Epic, epic fail on technology's part. How much did you get? I got Zippo. Where did we, where did we go from? Uh, the, start of, the start of your monologue. Oh, really? That was a bummer. Which bit? I'm trying to remember where we, where we stopped at so I can get back to it and just jump back in. I'm not sure. I'll have to pause the recording, go back, listen, and... I'll just, I'll just, I'll just like, cliff note it. Yeah, beautiful. Depend on where you got to with that. So let's just whistle stop all the way through that. In this moment right now, we're all innocent in this moment right now because the only thing that exists right now is right now and the past and the future only exists in your mind, in your memory or in your, um, I forgot the word for it, imagination. Nothing else exists apart from the right now. So unless you're lying, stealing, stealing, chilting, cheating, doing drugs, all I've got when I rush through stuff is Brian just doing this. From the last podcast, he like <laughs> centered me and brought me right back into the moment when I was on a tirade of just going for it. So I appreciate that. And I've been doing that more. So thank you very much, bro, for that. Because I've been doing it more this weekend. Good. Um, yeah, you, you, you tend to get going with the mouth and and i i love the excitement and the passion and it becomes ungrounded so yeah so but i noticed I, guilty of that as well <clears throat> yeah what we see in others right right um i was on a couple of dates this weekend and i noticed myself getting like heady and up mm -hmm. and i just breathed and brought it down and what i noticed is you could feel the energy in the other person change Absolutely. and what i mean by that is when i was heady and just like going for it her body language almost like retreated here absolutely, and like was, was a little bit closed and I didn't respond to her body language. I just felt myself getting in here. And then as soon as I brought myself down and I, is it Elliot Hulse that does this where he talks about breathing down into your balls? Yes. Yep. You breathe right down into your balls, feel your feet on the floor, breathe into your ball. And I did like a little bit of that and like brought myself down. And then all of a sudden she's like this. Yep. Like in and open and drawn in. Yeah, it's more of a, a sharing in general as opposed to <coughs> talking at you. Mm. That energy is a huge, huge difference. So I've been doing that a lot more. So thank you very much for that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the only moment that exists is right here, right now. And unless you're committing a crime, you're innocent right now. So when you breathe into that, then you can go, well, if I'm innocent, what do I want to create? And if you're a sports person, you can go and excel at your sport because you won't mind getting to the top because you're coming from a place of innocence. And let's say you did do something in the past that you have held shame around in the past, but you've come home to the truth that this is the only moment that ever exists. So I'm not doing that right now. So I'm innocent and I get to the top 
then if a news reporter or a, a magazine person wants to write in there, oh yeah, but they did this this many years ago, you don't need to fuel it. You can go, hey, listen, right. if you want to do that to sell your magazine and have that conversation and fuel guilt and shame and probably even project your own stuff onto other people so that you right. hide away from it, yeah. put the lights on them, not you, then yeah. that's up to you. But I'm going to continue doing me because I've worked through that and I'm at the top. Tied in with that, here's, here's the other work that you get to do is grounding yourself in not needing approval of anybody or having your safety in somebody else. Agreed. Because again, if you believe your safety or validation is in somebody else, you will hide the shame stuff because you think that they hold the keys to your freedom, your validation, your worthiness, your, your money even. Right. But so it's coming home to the truth that you're responsible for all that. Nobody else. Make sense? Does to me. And you might have to journal on it. You might have to meditate on it. You might have to go and get a coach or a therapist or someone like yeah. me or you to work yeah. through that stuff and process it. These things generally don't change in a five minute conversation. Mm -hmm. But what I am saying is that it's okay. Like I'm living proof that you can, lie you can steal you can cheat you can do drugs and still create a good life off the back of it and be as far as i know disease and illness free injury free something with my left knee that i think we're gonna like have a little chat i know we said like in one of the sessions that we'll work on each other on yep. one of these calls kind yeah, of thing absolutely. so kind of show the world what it is that we we both do <coughs> Mm. Um, you know, a, a, attract uh, people reaching out to us rather than continuing to, hey, look at me, how great I am. Come work with me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm proof that you can work through all that stuff. You can let it all go. Um, it wasn't easy. And I needed people and support there. Mm -hmm. I needed to be patient with myself. And some days I needed to just lock myself in my room and beat a pillow up or cry into it and scream and get out of my car and drive and scream and shout and beat the shit out of a boxing um, punch bag and stuff and process yep. the emotion and it gets messy and disgusting. But what's the alternative? I keep hold of it for the rest of my life and suffer that way. Right. And then I don't get to help anybody and step into my calling and inspire my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm living proof that you can work through it and uh, come out the other side and, yeah. and build a good life and go yeah. on to. And where I'm at is I've finally moved through like all the really negative shit. And I'm finally like, I, I feel like I'm just about here. So I just made that curve out of the bottom and starting to come back up. And um, it's just, it, it's where I'm at. And I, I wish I yeah. were somewhere. There's part of me that wishes that I was somewhere else. And there's another part of me that's just like, all right, well, this is where you are and, you know, embrace it. Yeah. It's not your final destination. Right. It's like, if you're going on a, on a journey somewhere and you have to pass through like a shitty town, you, you're not staying there. You're focusing on your right. end destination, you know? Yep. Absolutely. I remember when I went to Thailand last year, the year before, I can't remember when it was. Was it in November? It might have been the year before last. When we went to Thailand, we flew London to Singapore, Singapore to a place called Krabi, K-R-A-B-I, which is a nice place. And then we got a boat onto our island. Mm -hmm. 
and crabby airport that we flew into was if you like go back in time and then into a third world country that's the kind of airport it is like there's no electric conveyor belt anywhere there's no air conditioning bearing in mind it's like 100 100 100 um 100 percent humidity walking up steps to get on the plane type of thing oh yeah you're out on the yeah that's it yeah out on the tarmac yeah, yeah, 100%. Like old school, old school. Like no shops in there. In fact, a shop, you can get like a bottle of water or whatever it is, but right. it's like nothing. A coffee and a bottle of water. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Toilets are disgusting, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that was after like Singapore Airport, which is like, I think, probably one of the best airports in the world. The cleanest, newest, nicest. Yeah. It's got everything in there. Um, all your Gucci, Prada, all the brands and stuff. And huh. there was a car. I think Tesla had a, had a, a thing in there as well. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Massive. It's like a not even a shopping mall. It was bigger than that. It's huge. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the point I'm making: is Krabby Airport wasn't my final destination. We just had to pass through it. Yep. And there's two ways I can respond. I can sit in Krabby and complain about it and bitch and moan about it and have a bad experience, or I can just go, "Ah, oh, it is what it is." I'm not going to be here for long because I know right. I'm going to my end destination. Well, and I mean, for me, like, I've only been at you know fairly big airports so to get onto a plane you know steps on the tarmac is for for me would be a cool experience mm. you know like it, yeah because you yeah like hey this is something that you see in movies from the 80s <laughs> yeah literally like indiana jones or something and running right. across the uh thing so that's another thing people can take away from this with the shame thing knowing that it's just part of your journey yeah and you might have gone into this bit the, the dip and the down and the uh-oh but like you are we can see like i've just seen just in the time that i've known you the few years that i've known you it was i think when i first met you like on the roller coaster like here going over then and yeah oh <laughs> going down and then it's back yeah, up and out on the swinging other side back up yeah and hopefully hopefully we'll level out a bit still ups and downs but Hopefully a little more kiddie coaster than uh, big thriller. Yeah, but it. But it, again, I can't control that, and just gotta roll with the punches. Yeah, it just depends what's like inside of you when you go into the next level with something. Because something right. always show. Whenever you go to the next level, something will show up. Yeah. Something will show up. Whether you're getting yeah. into a new relationship or you're getting into new health levels or new income levels or new living levels, it's. Yep. Because again, you're, you're fighting against your ego. No. Because ego likes where it's at, even if it's not good. <laughs> it's better than it used to be. Yeah, it's better than it used to be, but it also it's yeah, it's known. Yeah, it's it's familiar. Right. And on that note, do you know Ed Milet? Have you ever heard of him? I do. Yep. Did you see his video on um, emotional homes? All right. Ed Milet, yes. Ed Milet. <laughs> Love that. A little, little background noise. Love that, my man. That's cool. Um, I have to admire, the audience won't know that, and I'm not going to go into it, but I have to admire your grounded masculine energy through what I've just witnessed. Well, I appreciate that. That was impressive. I appreciate that because I usually don't handle those types of things that well. <laughs> Mate, that was, that was, I have to say that was, I know all the listeners are like, shit, what did he do? <laughs> right. 
very like very in a you know handle it I, there's no other words really well well i appreciate that and i guarantee i'm not sure i, I can't see but i guarantee you got the result that you asked for correct no one lost out nope no one's hurting not yet. <laughs> <laughs> when the podcast's over, right. over, shit's going down. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, so Ed Milet. Yes. Anyway, so less background noise. <laughs> less background noise now. <laughs> Ed Milet. He did a video, and I've, I haven't watched this stuff for ages. And for some reason, he popped up into my. I think he did something with Charlie Rocket, and I think I saw him for some reason. And I watched one of his stories on Insta, mm -hmm. and he spoke about emotional homes. Did you see that one? I did not. No. He spoke about this thing where um, we have apparently I'd never heard this before, but we have emotional homes. And what what he was saying is that we'll create situations and circumstances that feel like an emotional home to us mm -hmm. so he whatever said, we're familiar with that's exactly it so i never heard the way that he put it so i know that we always attract what we're familiar with but he put it as an emotional home and what he would say is no matter what he did business and life he would create like subconsciously create right. a situation where he would experience high stress high levels of stress mm, I really and even though that. he might not want it and it, he might not have liked it. It was familiar because he, I think he said that when he was like a kid or something, there was a lot of stress at home. Mm -hmm. So that's his like emotional home. So even though he's trying to create joy and happiness and peace right. and all this stuff, his emotional home was stress. He would do something to create, like he'd mess up in business or finances or his health. Or, so then all of a sudden he's in. Now, isn't he somebody like us that has a past with drugs? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not certain either. So I, I def, definitely I like, don't. I wouldn't like to say. Fair. I would look in, because I think he was in insurance or sales or something in some kind of business like that. And he made a lot of money through, I think it was insurance or sales, one of the two. Yeah. And being way, in that. In, either way, if you don't know the guy, the guy's physically a beast and he's I wouldn't. In, in the business, uh, yeah. business world as well. But massive heart. Oh, absolutely. Huge heart. Absolutely. He's, yeah, he's built like he's a like, shit brick house for sure. He really is. Yeah, and I'd probably, hate to be the the uh, or actually maybe I'd love to be the uh, his custom tailor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, um, but a massive heart, huge heart. Yep. Again, like a typical. What I would say is like an alpha. When you when we were speaking about alphas on the other podcast, mm -hmm. but just an alpha male. Like strong, dominant leader type, but also a huge heart, cares about everybody and wants the best Absolutely. for everybody, including himself. And for me, that's what an alpha is, rather than just a, a bull in a china shop kind of thing, like right. saying, oh, I'm the best and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was talking about this emotional home thing. And when he said that, I was like, oh my God, that kind of hit home because I know I would create situations and circumstances where I could feel worry, worry and anxiety. That resonates that's what, with me. That's what I grew up around. Do mm -hmm. you have that as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in the, the house? Like the biggest thing that's been coming up for me as of late, um, and I don't really recall any specific instances, but just, um, it's not the word I'm looking for, but like high volatility in the home mm. when I was a kid. Just um, 
explosive arguments with the parents often around my behavior and um, yeah. in, uh, upon reflection, I understand, you know, my behavior and upon reflection as a parent, uh, I'd have killed me too. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it, most of my issues were health related. And so when you're, you know, if you can get somebody healthy, you're usually not going to act out in um, ways that are going to elicit attention, but not ideal attention. I guess we'll call it that. But that's another thing. If you got attention for, again, for want of a better phrase, bad rather than good behavior. Right. If little... I tried to hold the fort a little bit there. I don't know if we were recording, if people still saw we, that. We, we were recording, but you cut out and it froze. And now that recording's being converted right now. So I'm going to have to splice these together. Okay. So. Well, I can't see you, by the way. Your camera's not oh. on. All right. Excellent. Now you can. You're a different guy to when you stood with um, JP. What's that? You're a different guy compared to when you were stood with JP. Right. <laughs> How long ago was that? Because that picture looks about 10 years ago. Uh, that was, I believe, 2017, maybe 2016. Oh, so not long ago then. Yeah, only a few years ago. Wow, you're a different kid. Yep. Absolutely. Different guy. You've, you've, you've become a man. It looked like you were very like, boyish. That's what I mean in terms, of, in terms of it looked like 10 years ago, like mm -hmm. your energy you you're so much more masculine and stepped into that now and more absolutely. grounded yeah he, he was like a lost boy almost if you look oh at i absolutely absolutely you, yeah you agree I mean, that's as much as i love jp sears i had to come to grips with the fact that i was trying to become him um and so i basically i i didn't stop following but i i quit watching every video that he had out and and you know being Trying, trying to, to be that much like him. And, and I know my original uh, mentor with the Czech Institute, um, he was taught by JP at the Czech Institute. <clears throat> and he, had, he spoke incredibly highly of him. And so I think that's kind of how I attach to, to JP. But nonetheless, it is what it is. And um, you know, I, I love what he does. And I, I absolutely respect him uh, um, a million percent. Um, mm. and for me, I needed to, to take a step back and quit trying to be any, somebody, anybody else and, and become myself. Yeah. And so that's just, I'm going to call that, call that word out just cause I have to do that word become myself. I think it's just come home to yourself, Like remember who you are. And there's that thing about like, oh, you create who you are and who you want to be and stuff. And I see that, but I think who you are is you anyway. Like. I use the analogy of the acorn inside that acorn that is the DNA to become the oak tree. Right. It's already got itself wired and fired inside. It's already like Brian, who Brian is, is already there inside. He's already there. Like the essence about who Brian is, is there. Now he might learn stuff as he goes through life and he might shift and change and grow and whatever it is, but the, but the essence, essence never changes. Agreed. No, the Agreed. essence of who you are. Wholeheartedly agree. And on that note, for anybody thinking, oh, well, I've got, I must have a bad essence then. If our essence doesn't change, then what's oh, the Jesus. point in trying? Everyone's essence is good. Yes. So, 
we're gonna have to do a, a uh, an episode on um, I, I guess we'll just throw the word suicide out because I know okay. you, you and I have both uh, not necess- nah, well, we've had brushes I kicked yeah, I, suicide's ass it tried to get me and kicked its ass we can do a suicide do a suicide podcast. Let's <laughs> make a pact. <laughs> yes, live suicide. <laughs> Tune in to see if we go through with it. We're not going to tell you when it's going to be either. Right. <laughs> Tune in for all the episodes. You know all the episodes when to it's going to be. <laughs> just find out if this is actually poison or not. It might be in one of them. Episode one hundred eighty-seven. One eighty-seven. Could yes. be. Which I believe is police code for murder in Los Angeles County. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's old NWA and like Dr. Dre bingo language. Yeah. 187 on that motherfucking ass. I learned something new today. Yes. God bless America. We need blessing. I just know 10-4. (laughs) 10-4. I think that's from my early Grand Theft Auto days when like Grand Theft Auto won. <clears throat> so we went over to my boss's uh daughter's birthday party a month or two ago and uh we got this cool new pink power wheels for her birthday and Brianna wanted to try to try it. <laughs> so she tried Grand Theft Autoing this poor girl out of her car. <laughs> I and that's how I described it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like open the door and grab yeah. you out of the car I'll get I'm in like, no 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 you can't do that <laughs> oh i was dying though so question is that nature or is that nurture um Are you trying to think of all the times you Grand Theft Auto'd people in the street in front of you? In front well, of her? <laughs> it, it wanted to take somebody else's stuff? Yeah, all, all the time when I was younger. I mean, shit, even, even a few years ago, I just don't act on it anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's I, funny. Actually, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a bit of both. I feel like just as the child ego begins to develop, and you find, you know, mine versus yours and, and all that. I, I think part of that is nature. And I think another part is, you know, I don't know how to ask for what I want in an effective way. So give me. Yeah. So just, yeah, <laughs> get out of the car. Right. The Done. Yeah. I like I'm just, that. I'm just glad she didn't have a water pistol or anything. <laughs> <laughs> get out the car. Dude, you should film stuff like that. Get it on YouTube. My little girl was watching something on YouTube. There's a family that do something. It's the kid who's like the main star. The little yeah. girl's like fucking, I don't know, four or something. Yeah. It's just, to our brains, it's just shit. Like around the oh, house. Oh, absolutely. Like different colored balloons and they're drawing on them, popping them. And it's just yeah. bullshit. My little girl was watching it and I just, I'm interested in numbers and stuff. I'm just interested. I'm a bit of a geek right. like that. It's like 156 yeah. million views. Yeah. Well, it's because every four-year-old is watching it 16 times. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, oh, that one again, that one again, that one again. Right. It's like a hot, but like, my but, I mean, rain. the YouTube revenue is mind-blowing to me that like, like that makes me want to cry because I offer so much more value to the world than that. <laughs> or at least I have it to offer. I guess I don't actually offer it or have not. 
so yeah i like i like dissecting it because again i'm a geek like, i'm like right why has she got one 156 million views two that much money coming in when all she's doing is that but if so it's easy to dissect it her audience sees value in it and she's got a massive audience yep. and that's literally it she's being herself for a start so there's there's inspiration to be yourself right do what you want to do She's got no shame in the way, no guilt, no, no perceived limitations. No, I'm not worthy of it. I'm, I don't deserve it or anything like that. Right. And again, it depends on how she's brought, like child stars, depends on how they're brought up. It depends whether they implode or, or explode when they're 18 to 20. Like you hear them all right. going into like drugs and rehab and all the stuff yep. go off the rails and stuff. I think that's a lot Lindsay of Lindsay Lowens and Macaulay Calkins. <laughs> yeah, those people, there's a lot of, Again, you could argue oh, it's because they're child stars. They're too much, too young. You could argue that, but then you could also argue: Were people around them shaming them as they were growing up? Were they were they building up the shame as they were going up, and were they perceiving that as shame, shame, shame? And then all of a sudden, so I what comes to mind for me is that you are literally being molded into somebody else's mask that they want for you, and you like for the average kid, I feel like it's tough enough to be yourself, but to have record company executives molding you and these mm. really high powered wealthy people that like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to tell you no, if you're offering me a $10 million contract, like I, yes, sir. Absolutely. sir. yeah, of course. Like, yeah. I mean, if you've never had it as well and your parents have never had it. Right. Absolutely. And they're your managers. You know, Ryan's froze again, so we're going to um, yep. pull you back again. That's fine. That's right, you froze a little Hell bit. Hell of an there. issue. Yeah, I, I actually hardwired the computer this time. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a big thing as well. It, again, that could be a, well, fuck you to the world when you get to that age. Like, you've used me for so long. Because um, what's her name did it, didn't she? Uh, Lady Gaga, when she did her speech, she was like, I'm not being used by the music industry anymore as a piece of meat. And she kind of got out of it and then but has gone back into it so yeah i i don't really recall but she did a thing she did like she came I, on I just like 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 this and just did like some speech about how she's being used and whatever and now she's back in it so i don't know what's going on there yeah. um i'm being but, used but without my users i have no career so here we go so i'm gonna yeah go back into it right. again selling herself out but she's doing what she loves and like yep. fair play to her. Like I'm not shaming her for it. Like, no, absolutely. She's doing what she loves. She's an incredibly talented artist. I I don't prefer her music, but absolutely give credit for the talent. Absolutely. Oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. Um. Anything else we need to add on that stuff? I don't think so. Well, I will say I do feel a bit of shame about how much many technological issues we've had today but i forgive you through that i oh, forgive you well, thank you matt <laughs> it's not happening now it's in the past it's gone so it's not real except the recording recording <laughs> oh yeah the recording i'm gonna record of it forever to remind you yes now i'm gonna have to break out my technological crap and splice videos and audios together and i'm sure you can do that i'm sure i can as well, well we can outsource it we could. Um, yeah, that's another thing. Like when you hold shame, you beat yourself up. And then you're in that energy of beating yourself up. 
and then you 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 shut off the part of you that wants to create and express and go after what you want because you just shut it off. Right. You, you're too busy in the in the room of beating myself up and bad that shouldn't have happened. Blah 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 blah. And it's just you just go around in that little world in there, and again downward spiral. Nothing good can come from that. Right. Now I'm curious. Have you ever taken beating yourself up to a literal physical level before? Don't think so. I don't think self harm. I'm too much of a wuss to self <laughs> to self harm. <laughs> yeah, I did it when I was younger, and the reason for that is one, I couldn't get in trouble if I hit myself. If I hit you, I could get in trouble. Yeah, and also there's you know you're bigger than me. There's repercussions if I hit you. So yeah, I'll just hit myself and, and so. express that mm. anger, disgust, whatever, shame, guilt, all that. You know and fuck, I'm glad I don't do that shit anymore. But I know, I know it's out there. I know it's common, more common typically, I think, for, for girls and cutting and things like that. But there yeah. are many ways to do it. Um, all genders, sexes, you know, creeds, religions, wealth, non-wealth, whatever. Yeah. It happens. And so it's coming to grips with, with that and, and figuring out what it is that, that I got to work through to, uh, to do that. For me, they're all like whatever a person does like that, whether it's self-harm or harming others or harming your finances or harming the loved ones or whatever it is, they're just manifestations of the same root cause, which again is usually shame, guilt. Um, and I'm not a good person. I'm not good at like, Again, we're talking about, I think we spoke about it last week, about shaming the behavior rather than shaming the person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because when you shame the person, that, that's the story they tell themselves because kids are being hypnotized. And we were when we were kids between, yeah, oh, as absolutely. you know, like yeah, zero and It's just the, the brainwave state that children are in. And, and yeah. it's just and, part of life. Yeah, and if you tell a kid that he or she or it is bad, that's the program they're going to run on. Right. Well, and, and, you know, oftentimes, again, children will hear it. Even if you say that was bad, they hear it as you are bad. And that is where it's uh, up to the adult to at least try to make that distinction. Oh, that's the first place to start. That's why, like I said, I I'm not a perfect parent, but with my kids, I try to make sure as much as I can that I call out the behavior as often mm-hmm. as possible rather than the kid. And then go, what can you do next time? Because you're a good kid. So what would a good kid do? And that's what you would do. Again, I'm still learning about it. But that's what I found is much better than you're bad. You're naughty. That's something I struggle with. Because whenever I, you know, I'm trying to talk with with Brianna and, you know, hey, you know, it's not you, but it's this behavior that's just, it's not acceptable. And, you know, leave me alone. And I I can't get through. And so that's a, a, a struggle. But, you know, it's... Are you open to are you open to something on there? Yeah, absolutely. If, if you please being being a little girl, not by herself, but <laughs> like her being a little at, girl at one point in time. <laughs> at one point in time, there's another podcast. Find out which podcast that is. Where Matt announces <laughs> that he was Matilda in a previous life. Um, 
again, not again, not a child or a parenting expert, but what I know is when kids want to be like left alone, you're not getting through to them with the behavior teaching learning thing. It's mm-hmm. they need to just sit and chill and have the like, you get to be the space for, especially the girl, you get to be the space for your little girl to let her do whatever she wants to do and feel whatever she wants to feel. And then when she's come out of that defense fight or flight thing, then that's what I found is if my little girl Mags like just wants to have like a tantrum and flow and I try and talk her out of it, she's like, nah, yeah. let her do a thing. As long as she's not going to hurt herself or somebody else, right. let her do a thing. She'll go and take herself off. She'll sit. And then I'll just sit and I'll like, my energy then is totally calm, loving and open. She'll eventually come up to me. And then I just give her the hug and say, hey, I love you so much. Like, just love you so much. I don't really go into anything else. I just love you so much. And I'm like, right, did you want to talk about the thing that you did? And let's talk about that. Like that thing that you did, did it get you the result that you wanted? Right. How, how old, Brie? How old is she? be five next month. Oh, cool. So yeah, she's starting to be open to that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's what I found has really helped. As much as I wanted, as the masculine, you want to get in and fix straight away. Right. Yep. <laughs> what helped is to go, no, let's just sit back. Let's let her have a crazy psycho moment. And like females love to do the feminine, not females, the feminine loves to do. Let them do that, and then it will simmer down, chill, and then be the space for her to come in. And again, if guys, if you're having this is for the listeners that are having trouble like relationship, if you can't control your woman or she's just like too whatever, you can't seem for it to work. Be that space for her, that safe space for her to let all her shit out, let her go wild and crazy. It's not at you; it's just the, her way that she uh, processes her emotions. Right. Just be that space for her. And it's tough when you're first learning to disconnect and making it about you and just be that it's very rarely about you very rarely about you almost never unless you have done something real shit it's very rarely about you it's something else that's going on for her and she's processing emotion because again women are they're the storm we get to be that eye of the storm that pillar that concrete block that Mm -hmm. space 100 percent, be the rock yeah let her do her thing then she'll calm down and then you can have a conversation and then great sex will happen after it because you've given her what she wants emotionally so then she'll give you what you want physically and that's usually the way it works we can do a relationship one next time about that um these are all all interesting topics yeah but it's definitely interesting to me like just the shift in the things that we're we're interested in since the last time we kind of were talking on a fairly regular basis it really went from the physical and fitness and things to really just being a well-rounded person, mm-hmm. you know, personal, professional, spiritual. Yeah. Being a good person. Yeah. It's definitely an age thing. That's we were, when we yeah, were in 20, just, 20s, it's, early thirties, it's all ego and get and yep. look good, earn money. That's it. Yep. Fuck but bitches. then Wait, yeah. Fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> yeah. Get paid <laughs> and laid. That's it. <laughs> I've uh, heard that one before. I like that. You, Garrett White, I think that first came from. Yeah, when you get paid, you want to get laid. Um, yes. But it's true. It's true. Even <laughs> well, when we Why limit yourself? <laughs> we'll, paid, we, we'll, we'll do the paid and laid one in, in another thing. Yes. Um, why not? Let's do that. There you go. Um, but again, another thing with that ties back into shame. So many little boys were shamed around like getting what they want. Oh, you've got to share your toys. There's not enough to go around and don't be selfish. Don't have it all to yourself. So shame around like material stuff for boys. Um, and also like sexual shame, like oh, boys, 
hands down their trousers like all the time and that doesn't stop until you die as a man it starts at about, starts at about hey, two don't, don't out me <laughs> never stop <laughs> confessions right. confessions with uh, Matt Ryan um, with, didn't you have a politician over in the states doing that on a zoom call or something was it a politician or a worker or someone I think you might recently? be right I, I'm not sure I saw about something that, but... it was about a guy yeah. and, but here's like here's the thing right what I saw was just him being shamed oh yeah a guy was doing like a thing that I would like to say almost every human being does at some point. I mean, the fact that most human beings aren't shitting in their hands and throwing it like is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're quite evolved when it comes to that kind of stuff. But so you've got this human being that was doing something that all human beings do naturally anyway. That's just what we do. Right. For people that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I think he was masturbating. Pretty sure that's what it was. I can't remember his name, but it was like mass man. Happened to be on a Zoom call while he was doing it. Didn't realize that his camera and mic was on or whatever it was. But all I saw was shame in this guy. All I saw. I didn't see, oh my God, let's forgive him. He didn't know what he was doing. Like, let's teach him about tech and help him understand this. So you do a Zoom call and stuff like that. And right, yeah. World, it's okay to masturbate and stuff, but it's like, no, there's this, like, no, it's not okay to do that. Right. It's like this censorship and it's this shame around something. It's okay to do it as long as you're not sharing Mate, it with I, the world. I don't know if I can um, I don't know if I can still find it. It should be on I really need to go soon. I've got a, a child's parents evening. Absolutely. Very, very soon. But I just want to share this last little thing. Like even even dating apps are like shaming. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 do you see I that? Saw that. Yeah. You saw that so I was talking to a girl. Yeah. I was talking to a girl, I was like, hey. And then she was like, hi. And then she said, like, the next sentence was something like, oh, I hate this bit. It's all, it's all so formal or something. Yeah. And my, like, next sentence back to her was like, is that code for you want to skip straight to the sex or something like that? Yeah. And her message back right. was like, oh, Tinder's just flagged you up for using inappropriate yeah. language. Yeah. And I'm like, if dating apps are shaming sex, yeah. we're screwed. And I spoke to a few of the women that have got OnlyFans accounts. And they're like, yeah, some of the OnlyFans stuff is being um, flagged up. The yeah. comments, not the video, just like some of the, the titles of the stuff in the comments. Yeah. And it's like, if OnlyFans and dating sites are shaming sex, this natural thing that we all need or else we all die, if we don't do it, the species ends. Think of what like, you go through in just like day-to-day -day life. And again, that's where a lot of, the, the, what do they call it? The pussification of man. Mm -hmm. They're just scared to be men because of the shame around it. Yep, but again, absolutely. women are crying out for us to be men, to be leaders yeah. and to stand up in, because women love sex. They don't, want, they don't want a pussy. They've already got one, right? But right. so they've already got one. They want a man. For the most part, I'm being totally, um, what do you call it? Like sexist Stereotyping. And stereotyping. It, it, yeah. And I'm not homophobic in the slightest. I'm all for everything. Whatever you want to do, whether you're a man, woman, goat, whatever you identify as, whatever your sexual orientation is, whatever you like, do whatever you want. There's no, I'm cool with whatever you are and whatever you want to do. It's if you're cool with it. Right. That's what it comes back to. And that's where shame usually is. It comes from around parents shaming you for doing what you want to do, being who you really are. And if right. you've had that shame from an early age, unless you deal with it, it'll stay with you till your grave. And like you said, Brian, people are going to get injuries. They're going to get illness. They're going to get disease. It will manifest in all sorts of areas of your life. And you ain't going to have a good time. And the people around you won't have a good time. They'll be shit experience. So you must deal with a shame and guilt. There you go. That's my uh, monologue at the end done. Beautiful. I concur.
That's my monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stay as grounded as I possibly could through that as well. It was well. Well done. Thank you very much, man. Well, folks, that's an episode on shame. I feel like there is more to revisit here in the future. Oh, yes. For today, that's all, folks. <laughs> wow, I just porky-pigged myself. <laughs> I didn't commit the fog and old Schwarzenegger last time, didn't I? <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I don't know who was best. My my camera at the frog? <laughs> or your porky you porky pigging yourself. The one where Brian porky pigs himself. We're getting the titles sorted for these. What is that? Least. Porkies and porkies too? <laughs> yeah, porkies and porkies too. Never saw those movies. That was before my normal. Yep. But I know they were very uh very big when they came out. There we go. Folks, it, man. thank you. Thank and you very we'll much. Catch you for next time. Listening. Been a pleasure, Brian. Absolutely. You too, Matt.